All right. How you guys doing? It's been a while since I've sat down for an episode here. Um, but I, I want to get back into it because there's a lot of important things that are going on around the world and that definitely needs to take notice. Uh, it's really tiring watching the media downplay the issues that are occurring in China because I am uh, all about freedom here on this podcast, regardless of what country is a proponent or an opponent of freedom. I definitely think it's something that is so important and we absolutely take for granted here in the United States. Uh, we've seen things from coronavirus that we haven't seen before in terms of lockdowns and restrictions and really the lack of freedom that we have um, and the lack of appreciation for it by those who are elected to govern us. Now, that isn't to say that we should take uh, coronavirus uh, not seriously. We should. Uh, we should take all precautions. But at the same time, there's lots of different things to talk about. What I want to bring up today is the country of China. Uh, it's a beautiful country. There's many historic landmarks, uh, many you know great stories, uh, historical some historical figures that have come out of China have have done positive things for the world. It has a you know great story with the Great Wall of China and all the different histories that it has within it. Uh, some beautiful countrysides, mountains, and there's no, there's no doubt about that. But really, with the, within that topic, what I want to focus on is the Chinese government now. You can say what you want about the the Chinese government. I definitely believe that they have overstepped their bounds and they definitely aren't a positive force in the world. You look at what's happening with the Uyghur Muslim population in China. The Wall Street Journal had a great, great editorial on this a few months ago. Um, the Muslim mosques have been raised, that's uh, raised with a Z, uh, torn down, ripped apart. The people have been relocated to re-education camps. You see what's happening in Hong Kong. Uh, in Hong Kong, the citizens there under the new security law that the Chinese government has implemented, those citizens are being shipped off in buses from Hong Kong um, and obviously brought back via boat or plane to the mainland of China and placed into re-education camps. So these sort of things are blatant human rights violations. They're evil, immoral, and obviously the Chinese government doesn't want you to know that it's doing all of these things. Uh, it censors all their social media, all the media, all the newspapers inside the country. So usually the people have really no idea what's going on inside of China. Uh, they have banned reporters from the Wall Street Journal, from the New York Times. And there's no doubt that what they are doing is, is wrong. And so I definitely want to focus in on that today. Uh, I'm going to take a look at a couple different things, beginning with the fact that the Chinese government has, <laughs> has been dying for this Biden family to get into power. Now, Joe Biden, if you guys have been paying attention, uh, I'm assuming you have, has been possibly elected president of the United States. I shouldn't say possibly because he will be on December 14th. He's not president-elect of the United States here on December 10th because the electors haven't voted yet and uh, the media has not told you that. So technically, he's still presidential hopeful Joe Biden uh, until the electors get together to vote. And what the, what the Chinese government has done with the Biden family has basically infiltrated them with uh, financial assets, access, definitely have done some favors for the Biden family. We look at what Hunter Biden has done. Hunter Biden has used his father's name uh, to gain different accesses to companies in Ukraine, um, definitely has done some business dealings in China. And 
there may be dirty money on Joe, Joe's hands. We don't know that for sure, but it was just announced today that since 2018, Hunter Biden has been uh, under investigation by by the federal government of the United States uh, for uh, for his tax return. So we'll see what kind of turns up there. But we haven't known about this. This has been going on for two years. Uh, it's an important topic to touch on. And it definitely is a scary topic when you think about what the Chinese government might know with the United States government when it has access to the Biden family like it does. And uh, I think I think Hunter Biden, I think when this is all said and done, he will most likely be guilty of some wrongdoing. Now, there might be a plea agreement. Uh, I would expect uh, Hunter Biden to turn over some information that he knows in exchange for a lesser sentence. That's usually the case. And um, it's, it's really interesting because Joe Biden isn't the official president yet, and he most likely won't be until January. Well, he won't be until January 20th and um, when he is, is sworn in with his inauguration. So we're going to see what happens there. Um, but the Chinese government is definitely trying to infiltrate the United States government, which is a really, really scary thing if you care about your freedom. Now, the ironic part of this is that Representative Eric Swalwell, if everybody remembers him, he ran for president. That dude uh, was hanging out, if that's what you want to call it, with a Chinese spy for several years. It sounds about five years she was around him. Um, maybe she was sleeping, sleeping with him. I don't know. But what I do know is that she has infiltrated Eric Swalwell's campaign. Uh, Diane Feinstein's campaign has dealt, has um, had issues with Chinese spies in their in their offices. And uh, this again, this has nothing to do with the citizens of China. I'm sure they're uh, they're just fine people. What this is to say is that those people are suffering underneath uh, the Chinese government at the hands of the Chinese government. So. When I look at this, I'm talking to the Chinese government. Um, what Eric Swalwell has done is allow a Chinese spy to be a part of his life, his campaign, the United States political system, who knows what else for who really knows for how long. And nobody really knows. Uh, the spy's name is Jackie Ch Fang, I believe. Um, no, Christine Fang. Thank you. Um Nobody really knows what she knows. She hasn't been in the United States for a few years. And when things got really hot over there in California, the FBI intervened and talked to Eric Swalwell about this. So there's definitely something going on there. And it's just like, really, uh, do you, you know, did Eric Swalwell know what was going on? We don't know. Uh, he denies it. My guess is he probably, probably did. And um, the fact that the Chinese government wanted to hang around and help him run for president. He did run for president, obviously unsuccessfully. And I don't think he was very popular at any point during the campaign. But the fact that they've been hanging around trying to gain political information and uh, who knows how much they have gathered. I'm sure they've gathered plenty of information and it's definitely a scary, scary sight. Uh, hopefully this can all be resolved and the leaders in power take responsibility for what is happening inside of the United States government. Get this cleaned up, get our priorities straight, because that is what is important. Focusing on freedom across the world is what is important. And it's not even allowing Chinese spies to be in the United States, but assisting in those aspirations by the Chinese government is not only wrong, 
It is dangerous. It is absolutely a national security threat. And again, I definitely hope the leaders in Congress, the Gang of Eight, they too can sit down and figure out what is going on, pinpoint the issue, and not only solve the issue and prevent it from happening again, but want in, but act accordingly. Nancy Pelosi came out today, who is Speaker of the House, and she said that she has no worries with what happened with Representative Eric Swalwell, which is pretty scary if you really think about it. Eric Swalwell had Chinese to a Chinese spy for several years, and then Nancy Pelosi comes out and she said there's no worry. Um, that's pretty, if not fishy, scary. Uh, I definitely think that she should have taken responsibility for this. She might have known about this for some time. And if she did, she should be held accountable because these things are not what everyday Americans <laughs> should want. We shouldn't want foreign spies coming in and trying to infiltrate your life, your freedoms in the United States, because ultimately that will not end up well for you. That will not end up well for you. And you're not going to like it. I guarantee it. <laughs> the greatest enemy the United States has today is the government in China, the Chinese government. There is no question about it. Of course, Iran is dangerous with possible access to nuclear weapons. Of course, Russia is dangerous with all of their different schemes to try to not topple the United States, but gain leverage against them. Of course, North Korea is not necessarily a stable country. They are willing to almost do anything to look good to themselves. But the Chinese government, they compete well. They're smart and um, they know what they're doing. And of course, our leaders in Congress haven't done enough to prevent this sort of thing. Let me know what you think because it's definitely an interesting situation. I don't know how the United States is going to get past the fact that we had Chinese spies almost literally in our government. And we're going to see what happens from here. There's going to be a lot of fallout from here. And I hope we get it resolved. You know what? Thanks for listening. This is uh, One Voice. We're talking about freedom. And uh, I'll see you guys next episode.